I want to do a little special something. And we may actually make this a podcast on its own. But right now, we're going to do a special episode of Ask Dr. Daniels. Today's question for Dr. Daniels. The question is, what do you say if your kid says, I hate you? That I would say is going to happen probably at some point in your life. I hope not. Please don't tell me that. (laughs) At some point in your life, Sophia may be getting close to it. That would hurt so bad. It does hurt. But you know what? You don't crumble. Don't, don't, they don't mean it. They don't mean it. Again, it's part of that push, push, pull thing with parents, right? Do you remember Dr. Doolittle? There was the push me, pull me. Do you remember that animal? Push me, pull me. No, I remember Dr. Doolittle, the movie with Eddie Murphy, I think. He he should have had a push me, pull me in there. I know the really old one with Rex Harrison had a push me, pull me. It was was like to push me, but then pull me back, right? What what was it? It was just what somebody said? No, it was an animal. He had like, I think it was like a llama and he had like both sides of his head or both sides (laughs) of his body had a head. Anyway, it was that push me, pull me, right? Push you away, but pull you closer as kids are growing up and trying to become independent and, you know, you're going to make decisions for them that they don't like. Um, If you're making all the decisions that they do like, you're probably not being really a a good, (laughs) strong parent. And at some point they're going to push back. And one of the things is, is I hate you. I always just said, well, I love you. So, so it happened to you with all all three or just... Oh, you would have to ask that. I I don't remember my youngest Jonah saying it, but okay. that I could just be old. I met him. He's a cool. He's a redhead, right? Yeah, he's the yeah, he's a teacher. <laughs> you know, it's funny. This is getting off topic, but it's funny how you and Evan were just out there talking and how Evan's just determined he's going to grow taller than you someday. That is Jonah's biggest pushback to his older brother because, you know, he was the youngest, and his older brother and his friends were not always the kindest. He brings up stories all the time. But man is men. <laughs> He's about three inches taller. So Than his older brother? Yeah. <laughs> he likes that. He <laughs> does like that. So anyway. Um, so let's just walk through. The first time it happened, what was your, what happened? I mean, you don't have to tell me the whole situation. Oh, my but goodness. I don't even remember the first time because they say it when they're little sometimes. Like, I really? hate you because, you know, you won't give them a cookie or whatever when they're but little. is it different when they're little like that to when they're like teenagers or older? Is it Does it feel different? Um, my experience is it does feel okay. different because when they say it when they're older, um, it's, you know, I, I think maybe it take it feels a little bit more like a, you know, a knife in your gut because they they are reasoning more so through it. Mm. It's not just like you didn't give me a cookie, I hate you. It's more like I hate you. So is it different between manslaughter and first degree murder? I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. With, with intent, like the idea that first degree murder is like I intend to cause harm. Where when they're a kid, they're just they're reacting. They're reacting. They're saying stuff. But do you feel like it was more intentional? to actually drop a bomb or to stab you yeah. to get back at you when they're older. Uh, yeah, but I would say it's still reactionary. Okay. I think it's reactionary. Um, and, I mean, there may be situations out there where, you know, uh, unfortunately families do go through some tough times, and and uh, as kids get older, maybe they aren't making the greatest choices or whatever and say things that are very hurtful. I just could recommend to to parents to as hard as it is, not take it personally. Again, it's part of this 
the kids, I almost said students again, <laughs> part of the kids' way of gaining independence. And so what is it that they're saying they hate you for? Is it really you or is it because you've done something or told them something they didn't want to hear? And I think if you really examined it, it's not you. So it's not personal. And your reaction, or actually I would hope response. Oh, you remember that. Different thing, respond and react. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I, that's a big one for me too, is don't react, try to respond, is to just not let it get to you. And so, like I said, I would always respond with, oh, well, I love you. So you're just kind of turning those tables on them and I love you. Hmm. Right. So you just made me think of this idea, like I just wrote this down, like when I, it might have come from Daniel Tiger's neighborhood, like, you know, I work with little kids too. And I remember our song, Stop Thinking Choose, Stop Thinking Choose, right? Whenever you face a situation, right? And so in this situation, when your daughter told you, I hate you, you had to stop. You, you had to just take a moment to pause, like to stop, drop and roll, right? You mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. to stop, but then you had to think and you suddenly you process some things about what's actually going on. You just said it. Was it the situation they had? What was it that they really hate? Is it really you or is it the situation that's causing this pain, causing the disappointment, causing the hurt to them in their minds? So they're turning that, they're reacting on you in that moment. So to think and process what's really going on. Because if we react, then our feelings are hurt and we act out of our feelings and we, we can crush them at that moment. Like we could just you know, come up with some crazy punishment. We can, I mean, we can get physical with them because they hurt us so deeply, but you're saying you had to stop. You had to think and process some stuff. And then you chose an, a, a line of a react response that helped move forward. Because at this point, if, if the kid's highly upset, and he said, I hate you, or she says, I hate you. And you say, I love you. What are you going to do to that? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I don't know that I ever, ever did react to that. Um, And maybe it's because when I was growing up, I was a pretty emotional kind of fly off the handle tongue kid. So I took what they were saying, knowing that it was just an emotion. Right. Another thing is, is I live with my husband and he doesn't do emotions. He tells me it's just got to be logical. Come on, Terry, be logical. So, so is that, that a helpful that, thing in that situation? Just be logical about what's really going on. Just be logical. On. I think for parents is just understanding that it's not personal. Here's another one um, I would share, and it probably could go into a different different topic podcast, but another thing they can say to you is you're the meanest dad in the whole world, or you're the meanest mom in the whole world. And I would always say, oh, good, I'm going for the meanest mom of the world award this year, and I'm going to get it. So I am trying to be the meanest mom. (laughs) So I will tell you that my grandson said something similar to my daughter. And she called me, and she said, Mom, I remember (laughs) that you always used to say to us, you were going for that award, and darn it, you were going to get it this year. But you just kind of throw them off their game a little bit with right, that because right. you know what they're they're reacting they're trying to hurt you in some way and you just kind of took back that control took, yeah, you took the power back and i think i like that i love your response because it's true i mean you're speaking truth to what their emotions and their emotions aren't telling them the truth they really don't hate you right right but you're speaking truth into their hearts and even to hear i love you from someone you just tried to hurt 
that has to land somewhere differently than reacting, saying, I hate you too. Right. I can't stand you, whatever it is. And even sometime looking at them, and I, I talk about giving your kid the look and giving your kid the face. Like, my, my parents and grandparents gave me the look all the time, like, you better stop that boy. And they didn't have to say any words, just looked at me, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they never gave me that face of disgust. I hate the fact that you exist, <laughs> right, right? And I think that's important. Even though it's not verbal, it can be read that way. So what you did, coming back and saying, I love you, Man, that's speaking truth into the situation that they're not able to really navigate because they're so emotional. Well, and the other thing, too, is to think I always I always would tell my kids, I love you. I may not like what you just did. If they were in trouble, they did something that was disappointing. I, I always would say, I love you. I don't necessarily like what you just did or I don't necessarily like how you just acted, how you treated me, but I, I always love you. Right. And uh, I think just sending those messages kind of helps affirm to them and build that uh, feeling that, you know, you said everyone wants to be accepted, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to be appreciated. That's, they know that they still have a, a place in that family. They may have done something or chose to do something that disappointed you or you didn't like so much. But that doesn't mean you stop loving them. Right. And they need that love. Even in that moment, they're feeling so hurt. Because for them to tell you they hate you, they're hurting. Mm-hmm. They're emotional. They're disappointed. They're fun- but to hear the simple words, I love you. Yeah. Man. And doing it and not doing a sarcasm. I know. I think sometimes parents respond in sarcasm in these situations. And that doesn't help sometimes. That, that, you know, it makes us feel good in that moment. Like to get something back at them. Kind of like we're, we're being passive aggressive. Like we're going, yeah, and you, whatever. Right. And you kind of dig at them versus going, you know, what? I'm dropping the knife because you're hurt right now. And you just hurt me. But I, I love you. And I'm going to bring something of healing to the situation. And and just, again, taking that, instead of reacting, responding, it's okay to not even react or, right. or say, say anything, anything at anything. that moment. Right? You know, yeah. it's like, it's okay, because if you're going to say something that's going to make it worse, just don't say it. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Right? Thumper, thumper, <laughs> right? It's just that thumper in Bambi. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Because another thing is, as parents, if you are listening to the podcast and some of this stuff hits home with you, it's not intended to make you feel like you're a bad parent. It's not intended to say, you know, ugh, you're just awful. What it is, is just stop and reflect and think. Yeah, just reflect on it and think, hmm, I do do that. And maybe I don't want to do that. It's We're all human too. So it's very easy to react Oh, yeah. Reacting is very easy. And that's why sometimes I struggle with doing podcasts and videos. I don't want people to come across thinking I'm perfect. I have, I maybe not have dealt with the, you know, I, I hate you thing and how I would really respond. I want to respond the best I can. But I remember something simple. I made a video about this recently where one day my daughter had an attitude. So I had an attitude. Like, and I had to come to the grip that I had to be the adult in the room. And it was something simple. Every night we go in our kids' room. And sometimes they draw it out, but we either read a book to them, we sing to them individually, and we pray for them, right? And my daughter had an attitude. She didn't want me to sing to her. She wanted me to pray with her. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, well, pff, I don't want to pray with you either. Right, <laughs> right. I don't want to talk to God for you because you're mad at me. Like, duh, I have to be the adult. So I, pray, I sung Evan a song. I pray for Evan. I'm like, oh, I need to be the adult. And so I had to swallow my pride and say, hey, you don't have to have a song for me tonight, but I'm going to pray for you because I love you. And I pray with us. You want me to pray for you? She's like, yeah. And then when I got to pray, you want a song? Daddy, can you sing me a song? So 
I had to step in the situation to where she had an attitude. I don't have to have an attitude because she has one. She can be mad at me rightfully, wrongfully, but I have to step up and do what I need to do. And in that moment, I did not want to. (laughs) Well, and this goes into the other thing uh, of talking about middle school kids, high school kids. They're going to have an attitude. Yeah. And you've got a pretty... uh, independent girl there oh i think yeah. you're gonna have many more mm-hmm. days and nights some. of attitude <laughs> but i have to understand that i need to be the adult in the room yeah and help navigate and do the best do the positive thing the best i can even though i'm at my feelings may be hurt even though she like it's been times when she would in the middle of the night call me she'd be like daddy dad like something's wrong right i get up come where's mommy <laughs> like first of all you just woke me yep. up <laughs> And now you want mommy, right? You know, so I had to get over. Okay, I'll get your mom and go back to bed. But, you know, she's going to go through different seasons and phases where she may not want, especially as a girl, may not want daddy to do some things with her bras and underwear and whatever other stuff she's got. And I got to accept that it's not a rejection of me. She's in a different season. Yep. And I think that's what this is. If a kid says they hate you, is it really a rejection of you? But to stop, think things through before you react because do you want to make them worse? Do you want to add gas to the fire? Absolutely. And if you cannot say anything like if you can't say i love you then just pause and then don't say anything yeah let it and i i two two thoughts on that number one i would rather you say something i I would not want the last words out of their mouth and what you heard was i hate you (laughs) i would rather you say like you did i love you that's the last thing in this conversation is i love you Mm -hmm. but if you can't bring yourself to say that don't say anything because if you may want to say something and go off on them, then choose to walk away. Yeah, and don't take it personal. I think that would be my advice a lot in parenting is don't take any of this stuff so personally um, because deep down, they love you. They do love you. And uh, they're just trying to figure out who they are. And if you're listening to us in the car with them right now, look at them and ask them. You can just look at them. They'll make smile at you to just acknowledge they love you, Mom. Yeah. They love you, Dad. Yeah, they, they do. They do. You know, <laughs> for this podcast, maybe we need to have your kids on one day. Oh, that they'd probably love it. Especially your daughter. Sounds like you and your daughter had some bad toes. Well, I'm going to tell you something about my daughter that is so cute before we get off here. And this is kind of off the wall, but it kind of kind of pulls in. So um, I have a terrible singing voice. It is known in my house that you don't want to hear me sing. In fact, when I taught high school, that was my threat to the kids. <laughs> I'm going to sing over the loudspeaker. Singing. <laughs> I'm going to start singing and they'd be like, no. But I sing everybody for their birthday. I always have to call and sing everyone happy birthday all the way through. My son-in-law loves it. Every year on his birthday, when I call, he goes, oh, here it goes. Um, <laughs> so my daughter... The other day, she has twins who just turned two, and the other day, she walked into their room as they were chattering and getting up, and she started singing happy birthday, and Arik says, stop, mom, stop, just stop. You know, he doesn't talk very much, but he's, stop, mom. She goes, oh, man, mom, I now I know how you feel. <laughs> Broke her little heart, right? Right. So, so. It, it sounds like, you know, this code, what goes around comes around. So kids, beware. Like you, you may end up getting a kid like you. Yeah, I told you in that other one. Yeah. So plant good seeds. There you go. There you go. Anyway, just parents, hang in there. Uh, you've got this. Yep, you've got it. So if your kids say, I hate you, say, respond I you. and don't react. There you go. Respond with something positive. Something encouraging and don't react. And going back to that role modeling, those are the things your kids will remember. 
yeah. as they get older because I can live that one. You can be right or you can be heard. Mm-hmm. And, and you can be right by going off on them and telling them all things they're wrong and why you're right situation. But are they going to hear all that? Yeah. Well, thanks for that advice. I, so I'm I not like looking forward. One. I'm not looking forward to hearing that from my kids. It's probably going to happen soon, and you're going to call me. I would call you like she said it, she did it, <laughs> he did it. But hey, I said I love you. There you go. And remember, it's not you. It's probably what you just said to them or told them they couldn't do. Yeah, it's a situation, and not to take it personal. Yep. Oh, oh, oh.